Hello and welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am Kimberly Johnson, a Buddhist life coach, meditation teacher, writer, and speaker. I am currently under the mentorship of Jack Cornfield and Tara Bra. My hope for this podcast is that it is a place for you to come with all of your 10,000 sorrows and your 10,000 joys and to explore the depths of your heart and your life. If this podcast ever speaks to you, please share it with those you love and go over to whatever platform you listen and rate and review it. Thank you so much for being here. Hello and welcome to episode 143 of Navigating the Modern World. First, I just want to celebrate myself for one second and how consistent I've been really trying to make this podcast. So as I start school and as I, you know, am diving into different arenas of work and trying to balance all of that, my real goal is to continue to be consistent. Even if that means making an eight-minute podcast, I think a few weeks ago um, it was eight minutes long. So just having touch points and coming with whatever is currently occurring in my day-to-day and trying to keep it really relevant with the changing of times and everything going on in the world and, and everything going on in my world and hopefully in some way or another it will resonate. Today's podcast, I'm going to talk about how to receive feedback. So I've been in this really interesting interaction, um, actually with my mother, around me giving her some feedback and then it not being received very well and then her giving me feedback and me really working on trying to receive the feedback in a way that honors self, so myself, and in a way that totally honors her. And so as I've been kind of going through this process, I wanted to share because one of the most profound things that I believe that we can learn in this lifetime is one, how to communicate effectively, which, you know, maybe I should make even more podcasts about that. Um, and two is learning to receive or listen to communication. I really have a deep sense from my own life experience and from working with so many people that so much suffering can be alleviated or at least softened with the ability to communicate well and with the ability to listen to another person's communication. So today's podcast is all about when somebody offers you feedback, here are some pointers and here are some ways that maybe you could investigate listening from this point of view. So let's say somebody has given you feedback of some sort and feedback can come in a bunch of different ways. It can come from our partner about maybe something we have done that hurt their feelings or something that we have done that made them not feel great or something that we did that annoyed them, 
right? It can be with family, which is the circumstance that I'm kind of currently engaged with. It can be with work. It can be a colleague, you know, giving you feedback about something that you've done. Um, It can be, I mean, it can be a stranger on the street saying, you're walking too close to me. Can you give me some space? You know, it can be any plethora of examples. It could be a driver driving on the road and they honk at you and then you could notice, you know, oh, okay, communication. Remember, communication isn't always words. Communication can also be body language. It can also be like somebody honking their horn. There's a bunch of different realms of communication. So when somebody is communicating with you, and for today's, you know, this is this is all forms of communication, really. And for today's purposes, I'm going to be talking about specifically when somebody offers you maybe critical communication, communication about something that you've done, communication about a way that you showed up or words that you spoke or an action that you did that may have been harmful to them or maybe didn't align with what they were wanting. And I'm going to really approach it from this point just because this is this is like where I feel like we struggle most with communication. When somebody's communicating something nice or kind or saying how great you're doing, um, we rarely struggle with it. Yet, when somebody communicates something maybe more vulnerable or hard to communicate or something confrontational, it's in those moments that we often have a hard time hearing what the other person is saying. So this brings me to the first point. So when somebody is communicating something challenging, I think the first thing that you can just acknowledge or become aware of is, ooh, this is a hard thing to hear. And just really acknowledging like, ooh, when I hear this, I can ha- I'm can i feeling an emotional reaction or I'm feeling a physical reaction. And just being really, really, really aware that there is pain or discomfort or suffering that's arising inside of this communication. And just having awareness of that begins to direct you in the realm of mindfulness versus the realm of reactive. And so inside of that awareness, you can then begin to actually try to hear or listen to what the other person is communicating. And like really trying to hear, like, hmm, here, you know, here's kind of the take that I always try to use, which is, what is this person saying? And could it be true? What is this person trying to communicate with me? And could it be true? Could it be something that I could learn from? Could it be something that maybe I need to be taught? Could it be something that I would grow and evolve as a human being if I actually take this in? What is the person communicating? And how can I actually hear what the other person is communicating? And the hearing part is probably the most crucial part because Often when another person is communicating with us, we begin listening as we also are trying to form a response, often to defend ourselves, often to make a point that counteracts or helps explain why we did what we did. 
And I want to suggest that all of that is just to cover up the discomfort. When somebody communicates something challenging, and we automatically feel like we have to, what's the word, like defend ourselves, Often that defense, that reaction, is just to cover up our own discomfort with actually hearing what the other person is saying. Now, I want to be very clear. Sometimes people say things or they share things, and it's not necessarily true. Or it's not our experience. It's true of what they experienced. And that's why it's important to listen. Because when we're listening to another, we're actually just listening to their experience. When another person is sharing, I'm going to say that again, when another person is sharing something, a lot of times we hear it from this very personalized point of view of like, oh, what are they saying about me to me? Like it's this very like, you know, it's very personal. And I want to suggest beginning to listen to other people from this perspective of what is this person sharing about their experience their experience of me, their experience of what I said, their experience of what I did. And actually like getting into another person's world, listening from their experience. And then asking this question, wait, what are they actually trying to share with me? And is it true? Is it something that I can learn from? And you know, in this in this moment of listening, right? There might need to be some questions that you ask the person. Like, hmm, could you elaborate about what you mean about this? You know, so one of the things um, that my mom said is, you know, she said something to the effect of that I talk hateful about people. And my initial response was, oh, okay, I'm willing to listen to that. I'm willing to hear you say that. And can you give me some examples so that I can really understand what you're talking to me about? And so, you know, so somebody says something, it could be a really good time to ask questions if you don't quite understand where the person is coming from or what the person is actually trying to share with you. And so really listening from this place of, hmm, could this be true? Could there be some truth woven in this person's words? And really like allowing that to sit in, to settle in. Like, are there some places that maybe I talk hateful about people? And for me, um, it's really good for me to hear that because I never want to be a person that talks hateful about people. In fact, her saying that to me almost felt shocking. Like it, like it literally almost shocked me because in my experience of me, I have a very different experience of myself. And I am willing, like if, if what she's saying is true and it's a blind spot for me, I want to be called out. Thank you for calling me out. Who? Where can you give me examples so that I can see it and understand what you're saying and then work on that part of myself? And, you know, I want to say this. When I responded with that question, my mother didn't have an answer. So there is a way in which, you know, when people maybe don't have an answer that you also can reflect on that. Like, okay, 
maybe she is just saying this out of reaction, you know, like, like, and then not taking that personally, like really trying to hear what the person is saying, really trying to hear what the person is um, getting at inside of their communication. And all of this, doing all of this inside of the context of, I don't need to take this personally. I'm just hearing this person's experience of me. I'm literally just listening to this person speak about their experience of me and letting that inform me and learning to really analyze and, you know, pull out the things that you do need to work on and then letting go of the things that maybe, you know, you don't need to work on or that don't super resonate with you but taking on first that maybe what this person is saying is true and you know part of my mom saying that I talk hateful about people for me um it's helpful to hear that being reflected because it just is a moment to pause it's a moment to pause anytime somebody has some sort of critical communication that they want to share with you you can really take it as a moment to pause and reflect and really look at yourself and look at your life and really say, where could I do better in this arena? And I will be the first one. My hand is raised as high as it can raise. I can be the first one that can work on how I speak about other people and not wanting to gossip maybe or not wanting to hold on to resentments, you know, especially that one, especially, especially that one. Um, I'm so jealous of people that can just let stuff go and they can let it go really quickly. That I think is like such a cool attribute in humans. Um, I'm very curious what creates that attribute. Um, I feel like maybe some, it's like a bunch of different things, but it could be like some astrological points of view. It could also be, um, just some people's personalities being born into the earth and maybe also some people's experiences that cultivate that in a human being. But it's really cool when somebody can let go of things very quickly. And that's something that I have to work on. You know, if I do talk negatively about other people, what this had me reflect on is that often when I have a negative interaction with somebody, I can sometimes hold on to that. And then maybe if the person comes up, that's my share. My sharing will come from that place of like holding on to this thing. And that's something that I really want to and try to actively work on is this, am I holding on to something that I don't need to hold on to? Is there some forgiveness that needs to happen? Is there some letting go that needs to happen? And so, but really listening from this place of, is something this person's saying, is it true? And allowing it to be an opportunity to almost, you know, swivel the head and look at your life, to really observe, look at your life, get curious. This, When people give critical feedback, you know, something that I think most humans, that we, our tendency is to do this, and I want to suggest that it maybe is more harmful than helpful, is when somebody gives us critical feedback, oftentimes we then also criticize ourselves. So we like take in the critical feedback maybe without analyzing it at all, just like, oh, I'm so sorry, I can't believe I did that. You know, like this like almost just like um, victimhood or this like, you know, we can go either way. We can either really beat ourselves up about it or it can be like, screw you and like give the person the middle finger. I see both reactions within human beings. Either way though, those are both reactions. They're not a pause to really look at, okay, I'm listening to this person's, you know, I'm listening to this person's experience of me. 
and then pausing to ask what part of this might be true and really reflecting as a way to better ourselves, as a way to check in, as a way to listen and choose to evolve instead of just react like really really coming from this place of curiosity instead of this place of I need to put a wall up somebody's saying I did something wrong and they're just like reacting from this more childish um, way of acting which is often this like I need to defend myself I need to protect myself you know what I want to say about when people are giving you critical feedback the, the second point I want to make about it is that it's, it's really courageous of the other person. Giving feedback is super hard. I don't know if you've ever done it or if you've ever tried to do it, but it's very, very hard. It's hard to do it skillfully. And it's hard. And so like if a person does it and maybe they, they try to do it skillfully and it doesn't come out super skillfully, even just acknowledging like, oh, they tried. And this is hard work. It is really hard work to bring up something hard and to do it in a loving way. It's very, very hard. And if a person even attempts to combine those two aspects, they try to communicate something hard and they try to do it in a kind way. I just like want to, I'm like, I'm like clapping for them because it's, it's an amazing thing to practice in this lifetime and it is super hard and it takes so much courage you know we as human beings how we like to communicate is we like to communicate like we just like shove things down so if something's bothering us we just like shove it into the body into the duffel bag you know we're like oh i don't want to deal with that and then once the duffel bag gets so full we can't ignore it and then we explode it's like the the zipper bursts on the duffel bag and there's just like clothes everywhere and that's what happens is we avoid things to a certain extent. And then when we can't avoid it, we explode. And both are reactions. Stuffing is a reaction and exploding is a reaction. And what I want to suggest is that there's a way of listening that honors self and honors other. And so, you know, in the instance of my mother, after I listened and I really hurt her and then you know and then asking her the question she didn't quite have a response something that I really noted is like okay this is an area that I'm always willing to work on so thank you for the feedback like that is a er like I want to only speak kindly of other people you know in um, Buddhism skillful speech is oftentimes defined as It is speech that creates connection between beings, between things. And unskillful speech is speech that creates disconnect, that creates separation. And it's something that I will probably, until the day I die, have to work on or want to work on. And so I, you know, acknowledge that. Thank you for sharing that. That's something that I'm always willing to work on. And then I really paused and reflected on just the fact that she didn't have any direct examples to offer me. And so I was able to just let the rest go. I didn't start beating myself up saying like, oh my gosh, Kimberly, you're such a bad person, which is sometimes usually in my past what I would have done. I kind of was just like, okay, I can reflect upon this thing and I can try to get better about making sure I'm not gossiping about people or that I'm not holding resentments. And since there wasn't any direct, you know, 
personalized example for me to reflect deeper into that I could just like let go of that thing that was said because maybe it was just said out of her reaction and that's okay. People get to react. Here's the thing. If we want to have reactions because we're human and we will, so it's not even if we want to, it's that when will we have a reaction because we're human and we're going to have reactions, we have to also be kind and offer space for other people to have reactions. And so I was like, okay, maybe that was coming from a place, you know, of her reacting. And that's also okay. I don't need to keep holding on to it. And let's say she comes back to me and she says, hey, I have this example. Then when she does, I can reflect more deeply. And if she would have answered the question, you know, in the moment that I asked it to her, I could have taken that opportunity to really listen and reflect. And, you know, I think the most, maybe one of the most harmful things we can do when somebody is offering offering critical feedback for us is to react to them with critical feedback right back. It literally, it's like... um, It's like somebody's trying to mirror something to you or put something out for you to listen to. And then when we don't really listen and we just kind of start attacking them back, it literally just creates this like weird, it's it's a weird manipulative technique that where it's like, okay, somebody's trying to tell me something that I could pause and reflect on. And I'll, I'm just going to unload all the things I think that other person is doing. And really what I want you to realize is that when you're doing that, you're really trying to avoid your own discomfort. Like it's uncomfortable when somebody tries to bring information to you. And just because the person that's bringing information to you, maybe you haven't shared about all the things that annoy you about them, right? Like just because you haven't shared all of that, this is not the time to do so. Like, I want to be very clear. That's a really good way to get nothing good done and to have no clarity and to have, you know, it's like, it's not a good way. First of all, it proves that you're not listening. And second of all, not only does it prove that you're that you're not listening, but it also really, really will create a bigger conflict than I think it ever needs to be. And you need to also take responsibility that if there have been things that are bothering you and you haven't spoken up about them, that, you know, maybe thinking about that, pondering about that. And then if you need to bring it forth, you can, but doing it from a place of loving care. Also, I want to also state, if somebody offers you critical feedback and they don't do it in the most skillful way, that does not give you permission to then give them critical feedback in a not skillful way too. Remember, How they're acting is their karma. How you act is yours. So if you really want to take on the karma of a reaction, you know, yelling at somebody or, you know, saying all this stuff that you don't even know if you mean, you you know, go for it. Take on that karma. But I want to suggest that you don't. I want to suggest that you pause and that when people are giving you information, maybe they're being critical or there's something to not just be critical back because then literally you're you're just lowering your energy to their level and you're just using the same tactic they're using. It's like you're meeting them at this weird level that you don't even like, but you're doing it because you want them to be in pain like you're in pain. 
And what I want to suggest is that you just use it to pause. Notice your reactions. Notice the mean things you want to say. You know, notice, like, hmm, that's interesting. I want to react back to them. Okay. Can I really hear what they have to say? I have learned more about myself listening to other people than I have learned, you know, just self-reflecting. Like really when I listen to other people and I get really curious about what they're saying. And then another really skillful question that I wanted to bring in that you can ask them is you can ask them, okay, I said that and that, you know, that's how that landed for you. That was your experience of me. And then you, you can ask them like, what was that like? What was that like to feel that way, to have, you know, to experience that of me? What was that like for you? Because I really want to know how I affect you. I really want to know um, so that I can take note because I want to affect people in better ways and really listen. Maybe the thing you said or did, um, you didn't mean to be hateful or you didn't mean to hurt a person's feelings and maybe you did hurt their feelings and the way that things land on other people is also totally legitimate if a person experiences something that's their experience it's not wrong it's not right it's just their experience it's their true experience within their you know their physical body their mind their heart and it's worth listening to people's experience of you. It's worth listening how, you know, you land with people. It's very important. It's really good information. You know, we live in a very interconnected world. We pretty much, you know, so much of our life is based upon relationship and interconnectedness and having to do things with other people and include other people. And, and if we can really understand how we land and we're willing to learn from that, you know, we can soften our edges. I think a lot of times when we're landing harshly with other people, it's like we don't really realize the tone or we don't realize the way that we come across. Or maybe we do realize it, but we're not willing, we haven't been willing to take responsibility for it. And I think sometimes when we hurt people that we really care about or that we love, it might be the hardest stuff to hear, but also it could be the biggest catalyst for transformation for us. And I want to say that, you know, usually, usually, you know, very, very usually, there's some truth in what people are sharing. Even if it's a tiny drop of truth, there's some truth. There's something to learn from it. There's something that you can take from it. It can be an opportunity, not an obstacle. And if we really listen to people from this point of view and being open and curious, it then creates a whole nother um, environment for the relationship. It creates a whole nother possibility for the relationship instead of kind of this like, something critical coming at you, then you critically responding, and then it just becomes like tit, tit for tat, and then it's, you know, just kind of this, honestly, it just kind of becomes a mess. And I want to say that even with my own family, I have oftentimes been in the mess, and it's kind of painful. And I will say almost 100% of the time, 
in this moment, I can't think of a time that it wasn't 100%. If I'm reacting, it's to avoid my own pain. If somebody's offering me critical information about myself, about my character, about my personality, and I react, it is 100% of the time. If I think of a time, I'll make a podcast about it, but it is 100% of the time in this moment I can that I can think of, I'm reacting because I don't really want to look at myself. And I'm trying to like, you know, I'm trying to like preserve this identity I have about myself that I'm a nice person. When in reality, like, yes, I'm a nice person, but I also do crappy things. This is, we're human. We do crappy things sometimes. Eh. And people are going to tell you. And honestly, the people that you can trust to tell you, trust them. Like the people that have the courage to tell you something that could help you be a better person, listen. Because people are often afraid to do it. So listen. It's really a gift. And if you listen, remember, listen from this place of curiosity and teasing out. What if this is true and what can I let go of? Like I one time had somebody tell me about the intro of my podcast or some of my meditations and how some part of it didn't resonate with them. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for that feedback. So I went back and I listened to the intros. And for me, the intros felt fine. I didn't need to change that. And their preference, that's great. I'm grateful that you shared your preference because it had me go back and listen, had me be, you know, with a critical ear, you know, really listen to like how it sounded. And then I actually was fine with it. And so like in that moment, I can say thank you and I can leave it the same. Like both can coexist. Thank you for that feedback and then leave it the same. And it's like, if somebody has the courage to share something, just listen, be curious and see what happens. See what beautiful things can blossom in your listening. See what beautiful things can blossom in your asking of questions and your curiosity. And really taking it as an opportunity to just reflect, not beat yourself up, not make yourself feel like a worse person, but to say, hmm, could I get better at this? Is this something that I would like to get better at? Can I listen from a place of, you know, humble listening? And just see what magic occurs. Letting other people be our teachers, really imagining, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, imagine if every single other human walking this earth is enlightened, but you. So you're the only person not enlightened. Everyone else is enlightened. And they're all here to teach you perfect patience, perfect peace, perfect kindness, perfect love. And so really listening like, ooh, okay, you're sharing. What do you have to teach me? And knowing that our teachings are come, can come from anywhere, you know, um, like it can be something simple, like somebody honks at you. Like I had this happen the other day, somebody honked at me at a stoplight. And at first I noticed I wanted to get reactive, like it just turned green, you know, like whatever. And then, you know, what I really noticed is like, I was looking at my phone and I noticed like, you know what? Good on them for honking at me. Like, I don't need to be looking at my phone. There's nothing going on 
I think I was like on my email, like there's nothing going on. I'm driving. I need to be paying attention to driving. And so I could take it as a reflective learning. I don't have to take it personally. I can say like, okay, he was right. I wasn't paying attention. Thank you. Thank you for helping me pay more attention. Thank you for helping me. And so maybe take a moment to think about, you know, something critical that somebody has shared with you recently. And maybe let go if you reacted, you know, letting go of that for this moment, just knowing like, okay, we're human, we're going to react sometimes. It doesn't mean that you can't pause now and you can't learn now. But just really maybe listening to the words, what was that person really trying to share with you? And is there any part of it that could be true? Is there any thread of it that could help you grow and evolve and become the best version of yourself? And really just asking from this genuine place, being very, very curious, and just see what happens. Okay, you guys are amazing. I hope that your interactions with people are fulfilling, connective, and honest. Until next time.